What's up, crazy people? So uh, what up, what up? today, today we we watched a little video about Jordan Peterson, and um, I think from 2019 where he talked about climate change and if climate change or climate action can unify the world. So um, do you wanna do you wanna start the the the, the conversation about the, oh, the video? Sure. Also, John Pearson, I think he was talking in Cambridge and they, the people, like you said, they asked if he thought that climate change, this such grand scale uh, world crisis could unite everyone uh, through all this political uh, polar, uh, polar um, reactions that we're having around the world in this day and age. And uh, he straight up said, no, it's not going to unite us because um, and first he gave his credentials as to why he said so. So he said that he actually did work for the UN Development Goals uh, Council for two years. He read a lot of literature and um, he still saw no, uh, like the good news about it is that when he saw the literature is that scientifically speaking, there was some hope, but when it comes to politics, um, he did mention that that's going to be a blockage to yeah to scientific progress well he well, he said basically you have science and you have politics and both doesn't really go well together and he said yeah it's yeah. just a crazy yeah. mess mm -hmm. so yeah and i agree like uh, i think it's the political side of things that's it's always been like that um only political it's i think like i mean i think political is the thing that is holding holding things back. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. And, <laughs> but what do you think? Well, the, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure if it's, all, if it's like saying our uh, politics is the problem. If you look at it from that perspective, there are also scientists, which basically say climate change doesn't, doesn't exist. It's all like, you know, fantasies. I mean, even if you look at the actions of, let's say, the politicians and elites and, you know, CEOs and uh, the, the top 1%, if we look at what happened in Glasgow, it's not really convincing, right? Like, it, on a on a UN scale, on a... We have the SDGs, right? The Sustainable Development Goals. We have all these things countries do to be more sustainable. But then you have these moments where you kind of think, okay, what what's going on? So So I think... I think there are definitely some issues with politics and with scientists. Like it's on both sides. And I think that's exactly making it worse because if you have scientists saying yes, no, you have politicians saying yes, no, <laughs> how do you want to unify? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, this, this is this is kind of about the as that, that aspect you mentioned. I think this is kind of already the, the beginning of the fire because there's n everyone is going to like, pick a side right that the people gonna they pick they pick they, they will pick a scientist saying climate changes will they will pick a scientist which says it's not real and the same with politicians and in the end you have four different sides right from a political scientific and maybe even you can put business people in there as well you know it's not even politics economics as well right um i, I just think they're the it, it's just made to to not really unify if everyone says something different which is also good, 
if you look at it from a perspective of saying, you know, it's always good to have someone s as arguing against you and you need to work harder to convince the other side, which might then lead to us being too late, you know, if you try to convince, convince for decades and decades and then you're realizing yourself, okay, something is off of the planet and people still don't realize it and then, you know, if it's too late, it's too late and then it's a bad thing. So, um, so yeah, I think from... What else did he talk about? Well, he he talked about the... He also said that the climate models, and that's why I don't agree, the climate models, the predictions are not really reliable. And I'm not sure, mm -hmm. uh, because if we look at how much computing power we gain every year, and, you know, like, I don't know the specific years, but let's get back to, you know, several decades back at the beginning of computers, the climate models were really simple. They were, like, one-dimensional. I'm sure you also learned about this. It's like... They only and, and also the, 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 the quality the, the the quality of the data and everything was really low. So you only were able to predict weather and other climate models really low, right? Because it was mm -hmm. you didn't have the data, you didn't have the satellites, you didn't have the accuracy, nothing. And today you have satellites, you have so much data, you have sensors, you have big computers calculating everything together. And I think that we, we definitely have a more accurate climate model. I'm not saying it's gonna be the best. But if you look at the quality of these models, they definitely became more dimensional. They're going in height, they're going in depth, you know, like like in the 3D world. They, they actually work in the 3D model now for modeling. And I think it's, uh, I'm not sure if, if that's so correct, but uh, what do you I, think about I, it? I think it is because even though you have all the data, that's just one uh, way of viewing what reality is going to play out. We, th there is no way to to know what human beings, politically speaking, are going. What are their decisions going to be five years down the line from today? If they have drastic decisions to change the world, then the, the data is going to be totally different. We cannot predict what people are going to decide on. So we can maybe forecast the weather patterns and whatnot but only on the premise of what we are doing today and, and how we're doing it now. But we don't know if we down the line are going to be doing the same things. And so that's why I think it's unpredictable. Like it was unprecedented to see that from 1970s until 2010, the population, world population grew from uh, 3 billion to 7 billion, you know, just, so many things can change just if one person can change the world imagine three four billion people like how that affects the world and you can't mm -hmm. factor that you can't factor that in uh, it's too complex of a world to to predict and so you can you like sure you can predict what's going to happen given what the, the data that we have today but i just think that the data can fluctuate like in infinite ways for sure but like if i for sure, you know, like they, they, I'm not even sure if the climate models take in population, but the 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 thing is, where I think it, it's interesting is when it comes to, um, I mean, like we're predicting the the future based on you know this data, but now let's look at how you know climate works, you know, and I and and we, I think we talked about you know the the equilibrium, the balance, you know. And I think just if we take this equation, you know, I think we talked about it last time. It's like if we take this equation of the equilibrium and we're taking all these factors into account, there isn't, there, it's not an equilibrium anymore. 
you know we're taking too much from the planet and i think it's the same with the climate and i see kind of like the weather and the climate changing not necessarily only because you know of the co2 emissions but i think that the planet tries to clean itself you know like it's the same you know if you if you burn yourself on your skin you're gonna put some cold water right so what if the planet is trying to cool itself down and that's why we have more radical weather on the planet not because only for sure co2 everything you know it leads to global warming the planet is heating up so what if the planet itself is has a mechanism to defend itself to a certain extent right it's not gonna be like crazy but the wildfire creates more aerosols which are in the atmosphere which should block more you know like basically block more sunlight and make it cooler you know that's the whole point volcanoes if the ash is in the air it's cooler because it blocks the, the sunlight and reflects it in the back into the atmosphere and that's you know it cools down so you know it's um and i think there's even data around this regarding volcanoes there was a huge um, um, uh, volcano and then actually global climate was affected for a whole year because of that so i think there it's not even about the data you're getting it's just understanding the planet you know looking at the root what we talked about is saying there is an imbalance the planet is trying to clean itself and if we're not helping the planet the planet will use more radical and more radical measures and that will then maybe lead to the destruction or the opposite maybe the planet has a mechanism and we don't even know about it you know to clean itself i mean rain if i look at rain it's just made up now it rains the raindrops they capture co2 particles and aerosols and then they drop back on the wall onto the ground maybe that's a way to clean the air get rid of the aerosols the pollution right get rid of the the particles in the air and put them back on earth get into the earth and then store them again in in the earth so it's i don't know i never heard about this i just made this up kind of but i think there's definitely some aspects in a lot of different ways people say the data the and i think you can a bit predict it for sure you know population growth it's hard to predict a lot of different factors but i think it gives us a better view you know an outlook saying okay if we do this this way it's going that way if we're doing a bit like this then it's going that way so it gives a better idea but uh, yeah um what other points did you talk about um he also talked about the uh, yeah, basically you can measure the consequences, but he also, I, I mean, the video is from 2019, right? But the, the, the interesting thing is that, for example, he talked about storage. Like he said, let's put renewables, but how do we store them? But if we look at 2021, we actually have already the technology to store electricity pretty well. Batteries, we have batteries, we have, uh, what is it, compression storage, right? Where you compress something. And then when you need to get the electricity back, you just release the air and it runs a turbine and you can make make it or even molten salt. You know, you have the, the sol concentrated solar um, power where it concentrates the, the sun on a one point. And then this it's like melts salt, it's molten salt and it has the ability to store energy over even in the evening or when it's dark. So there are some storage options out there to actually use renewables and um i mean and he talked it's a bit more like energy related i think this topic storage and then he talked about coal fire plants where germany basically got rid of nuclear and then they use the coal a bit more so yeah this is kind of 
Yeah, yeah. It actually, <laughs> I'm not sure if they, they. I don't know if it was so radical about say, let's say, um. I'm not sure if it was so radical when it comes to the the opening up more coal plants. I think that Germany started closing nuclear plants because the public was so focused because of Fukushima and 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 Chernobyl to close the 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 nuclear power plants. They completely forgot about the aspects of pollution in coal plants. So Germany had no other option, and they basically switched to coal plants. They didn't close them. They they just left them open. Which was kind of weird because then you have, you know, like, I mean, it's interesting. You have the radiation from nuclear, right? You have the coal and you have more pollution. So what do you do? You know, the the long-term storage of uh, nuclear is also not the best. But apparently through the data, nuclear is safer. It produces a lot of energy. You don't have pollution. Um, and there are new technologies which are even saying they're going to reduce the longevity of the materials after from nuclear power plants. So, yeah. Um it's it's interesting. I mean, Germany now said they're going to close down the coal plants as well. You know, it, it, this is mm. interesting. Maybe they're going to move the coal plants to other countries and then import the electricity mm. from other countries, you know. <laughs> uh. But but I think, uh, you know, like, I think here, Jordan Peterson, he made, like, I think he was a bit too fast here. I do think that there are the solutions out there and there's a lot of money invested in these technologies. But I don't think we can we 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 I don't think we can do it without a technology like a nuclear power plant, you know, or gas. A lot of people are switching off from coal to gas, right? So and the gas is also yeah. not the best. <laughs> but yeah. But I yeah, going back going back to the main question, do you think? in your personal opinion then that this climate change crisis is going to unite the world um i think the way it's been edu um, not educated and um, advocated is the problem because if you think about it this way that um you know you have different people with different opinion and then you say no we need to do this and we need to save the planet and then you completely forget about people making money. You completely think uh, forgetting about the economy only running because of money, right? The fact that you have, let's say, public swimming pool, public gyms, whatever, you know, parks in cities, it's because it's people take care of it. They're getting paid. Now, if you're so radical about climate, then you're completely eradicating people who actually work their ass off or working so much in their life to, to make money, have a family, you know, give them food, put them food on the table, have a good life, do vacation, you know. And like the, the whole point is, you know, you work hard, then you have a nice place, you have a family, and you can travel, you can enjoy your vacation, then you retire or whatever, you retire early, you know, it's also possible. So I think I think the, 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 the way it's advocated, it's just crazy. It, may, it, it recreates sites. Like, for example, if I, I talk to a friend and, I, and he's not really like a climate person, you know, and he said, you know, it, climate change is not really like it's bullshit, you know, let's say it this way. And I told him, but listen, you know, if you can, if, if you live in the city, I told him, right? And he said, yeah. So I said, so what if you don't have the noise of the engines anymore? You don't have the smell from the engine anymore. You don't have oil on the streets anymore. 
And I can say all oh, because I was driving my bike on an oil lane and I completely crashed and it was not a nice experience. Mm -hmm. so I'm including oil as well here. But you don't, you completely get rid of the, the, the pollution and you have a more healthy lifestyle in the city. Would you do it? Yes or no? And he said, yes. So I said, yalla. So you're down. He said, yes, now I'm down. So you see how it, how, uh, how this, how the changes. I showed, hey, you're going to have a better lifestyle in the place you're living. Less pollution. And it's proven less pollution, less hospitalization, less disease, mm -hmm. you know, less heart disease. So then it's great. I mm -hmm. didn't pick a side. I just said, hey, it's good for you, man. Do it. You know, advocated, you know, you can sleep better. No, no loud noises from, you know, exhaust pipes, which are crazy loud or something. So, yeah, yeah I think the way people approach it is just completely crazy. It's just too, si it's too, too, let's say polarized. I'm not sure. It's like two sided, you know, mm -hmm. and that, uh, I mean, uh, it's the same thing, you know, just to say it, it's the same thing with the pandemic now. You have so many different sides and opinions and everyone thinks they are right. If you just tell and if you, you know, there was a guy, a football in Germany, and he said he's not vaccinated and everything. And then the, the everyone flipped, you know, mm -hmm. and other people then supported him again. And then there was another divide, you know, there's like no middle ground, you know, there's no middle ground yeah. and no one is kind of... There are for sure people who are more in the middle and they say yes, but I think it doesn't matter if a lot of other people are really radical and on the other side and go crazy. Like in the end, it will not to lead to, to, to a more commutative, you know, living, let's say togetherness, you know, which, uh, which is unfortunate. You know, and I think with climate change, it's the same thing. It's, it divides more than it uh, does good. For example, People were at the beginning of Greta, Greta Thunberg, a lot of people were supporting her and were like, wow, it's amazing, this girl and even myself. And then all of a sudden I talked to younger people and they said, no, I don't like her anymore. Why? Because they said she has other agendas as well, but all of a sudden. She doesn't only care about climate change, then she cares about other countries and this and that. And then they said, this is too much. Like focus on this one thing which is really important and then do that and not just say ah oh, i also have a problem with this and this and this you know it might yeah. be i don't know why maybe because people get power or influence and then they want to use it for their beliefs right it's their beliefs <laughs> so yeah this is kind of so so you can challenge my whatever i said now so i no i think to wrap up what i get from both you and jordan is like we don't like we don't know anything science is just a way to describe visible patterns that we see in the world but it also does not explain the reason why things happen it just it's just it's just a way to it, it's it's a visualization of patterns that's what science is we we know by seeing seeing is believing and and, but we haven't seen, I believe that we haven't seen so many things that are behind the mechanisms of what goes on in the world. And, and so going back to the fact that of humility again, you know, I think that's the only thing that would bring everyone together and put down the labelings that are polarizing everyone because uh, once you you wrongly label something it's just going to pile up and problems are going to keep keep rising and you, you just have to 
find out for yourself what is the other person's point of view and uh and like you said about the story with your friend maybe you guys want the same thing but the labeling is stopping you from getting there and and so you just have to go down to the crux of the matter you have to really ask each other what do we really want and the, the simple things of life you know and what is affecting us and what can we do better and i think that's the only way that could unify us and not push each other's agendas and but how how would you define yeah. what do you really want can you see and then that also creates what do you mean like if you say if you you're gonna talk to a certain person they, every person will say something different right and and i know there are very basic aspects of life that we all want like you said that your friend wanted clean air less noise less pollution yeah that's all of us want that you know so i think we can at least get some some things I done think everyone i don't think everyone you think some people like pollution i don't think people like pollution but the thing is for example i talked to someone from india actually really recently and i, I asked him about the the pollution he's from delhi and he asked him about the pollution he said you know like it's not actually the cars it's the farmers burning wood around the city and it then mm -hmm. stays in the city i think you know and that's why they have these pollution problems and he said they can't do anything about it why there are no other options right now other option probably costs money the farmers don't have the money they just burn it and you know they also have to make a living and that is why jordan peterson said there is no solution yeah, exactly <laughs> because it's so it's so diverse in this aspect of economics, social aspects, like in, in all these aspects yeah. that you, you might like, the thing is, I think you might go on one track and then you offend another track. You see? Like, Oh yeah. And that's what, uh, Jordan Peterson alluded to also another Danish author by the name of Bjorn. Uh, I forgot yeah, his last name. The, the but he did mention model he did, yeah. this like he this guy this danish guy he talks a lot about the development goals of the un that was made to please everybody and that's kind of a sh shooting yourself on the foot if you want to please everyone because if you want to please everyone there there is a conflict of interests and things well, are not going to go well, the, but the, this guy, he said, took a viewpoint on the return on investment, which is a really economic term. You know, mm -hmm. it's like when you invest a certain amount, how much do you get back out of it? It's, it's used most of the time for companies, for example. I put a million dollars in, how much money do I get back out of my million dollars? And most of the time, what, what people want is that they get more money than they put in, right? So this is the thing, right? Yeah. Also companies people only like to invest in sustainable things if they get more out of it like uh, it's the same with the straws right i'm willing to use a different straw from plastic but only if it gives me the exact same experience as the previous plastic straw like if i buy a recycled bag and it breaks after two seconds then i will not use it because it has nothing it has, doesn't have the same value as the one i had before why would i invest it so so Jordan said basically, or Mr. Peterson, <laughs> he said that, for example, you should invest heavily in child nutrition or get people out of poverty because that will make people more rich, consume more in the short term. 
and then basically be more cautious about the environment. And in addition, the child nutrition part is you, you people are then more, because of the nutrition, they have more better brain development, they're more developed, they might be smarter, and then they find new solution for the planet. So <laughs> that's a far-fetched one, but, you know, it's... Uh, if I... No, I think it's just a... It's a chess, chess play, because you can't really... Uh, it's it's a pedagogical way of looking at it, meaning uh, they're trying to, I, mean, I don't even know how to say this, but like, you know how it's, I'll give you an analogy to make this a little bit more clear. But when parents want their kids to do something, uh, the kids will not understand why the parents want them to do so, you know? So the parents actually tell them something else. So the kids do that, but the result is something else which would not be would not have been achieved if the parents have told them to do the other thing so what jordan peterson is saying is humanity should do this but we shouldn't this is not the ultimate goal but you should do this first so that you can get the other result you know i even thought in a different way yeah i feel like you just called the population a kid and the guys who decided to do these goals these guys were the parents to try to understand how do you get the kids yeah, to do yeah. something more to change so something? Are, you know? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Ah, okay. Okay. So, be, yeah, I uh, that that's an interesting part, to be honest. I think this is what you just said. Really, really interesting. Um, so the the other thing, and the last thing he said is that we actually use coal because we burned trees before. And now we have more trees, for example, in the Western Hemisphere because we're burning coal and not trees anymore. So it's like, it's so confusing, you know. I, I would call this whole thing really confusing what he says because on one hand he says, ah, we should maybe invest in these and these things. On the other hand, he says we should do other things, right? Like it doesn't work, this doesn't work, this is proven it's not going to work. So, like, I think, like, to, to kind of open up a question and we can, you know, talk about it in a different uh, episode is, so, w what is actually climate change? You know, like, uh, from from this conversation, what he said, it's like, is that even the right thing we should do? Or, like, focus on. yeah, w what should we focus on to actually make a difference? Or yeah. do we have to make a difference? Or it's fine, you know? Yeah, I think it's kind of like that law of regard what's the name of that law, but like you you shouldn't focus on the ultimate goal, but rather on the foundations and if everything else is gonna fall into place. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what he's saying about nutrition, about education. If you have minds that are well nurtured, you have better chance of finding better and more innovative solutions mm -hmm. rather than spoon feeding everyone because if you spoon yeah. feed everyone they're not going to develop and then, it's just about yeah the the only question i ask myself is because you know i think we talked about last time as well is the personal carbon trading you know like what if governments then start limiting people based on their carbon or based on their pollution but that's but that's a spoon feed. 
Yeah, but that's not going to do good for humanity. People will riot. No. People will go on the streets saying, hey, I don't want this. Yeah, they're trying to implement the last, like, things that are way ahead of of the developmental like, stages yeah. of sustain true sustainability, you yeah. know? So you can't you can't implement things that are way ahead of time. Otherwise, it's not going to fall into place organically and for mm. the good of the people, genuine good of the people. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks I for uh, yeah. That's for thanks for listening in guys. And uh, yeah, uh, make your own mind, mind up what uh, we just talked about and watch the video it's in the description. Talk to you guys in the next one. Peace. Bye bye.